Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of That Sounds Fun. I'm your host, Annie F. Downs. So glad to be here with you today. Welcome to the continued couples month on That Sounds Fun. I'm having the best time. I hope you're enjoying it as well. Hey, the music in the background is from one of our favorite guys, Mr. John McLaughlin. His album, Angst and Grace, is one of my favorites. So I hope you'll grab it. As couples month continues, I thought it would be really fun to kind of merge two of our worlds, our normal couples month stuff that's going on and something we do about once a year, twice a year, where the gals from She Reads Truth come on and tell us about the next reading plan. You know, Pastor Kevin says this a lot to me and to us on the show. When we talk about spending time with God, we talk about have a place and a plan, a place and a plan. And He Reads Truth, She Reads Truth, and Kids Read Truth really help us to know that plan. Lent is a really important time on the Christian calendar. It's To me, it's really special. It's my favorite time of the year. I know it's bizarre, but it's my favorite time of the year. And She Reads Truth kind of has a different plan this year that I'm excited about. I think you're really going to like it. And also, we talk about these two women who, while they are married to other people, they call each other their significant other because they spend so much time together. Best friends, co-workers, founders, they just spend massive amounts of time together, and it's a really interesting conversation. So I think you'll enjoy these two worlds coming together. So here is Rachel Myers and Amanda Bible-Williams from She Reads Truth. So welcome to the That Sounds Fun podcast for the 812th time, which y'all are some of my favorite. Every time, I've already had two people ask me this week if y'all are coming on for Lent. I was like, of course. (laughs) A, it's my favorite season of the year. B, I don't do Lent without y'all, so duh. Um, But also, it's couples month. So every show this month, I know. (laughs) We just gave really big cheesy grins. Do you know what we we call, I think I told you what we call each other. Uh -uh. So we both have spouses. Yes. But we are each other's significant other. Oh, that's really sweet. (laughs) It's true. True story. Why why does that feel so true? It's hard to make even a small life decision without without knowing that it'll affect Amanda in some way. Mm -hmm. True. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly why. Yeah, and our names are everything is our in. names are on a lot of pieces of paper next to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. We are legally bound to yeah, one another. That's, right. <laughs> that's how Knox and Jamie from the podcast were. They like, I mean, we've signed papers. We signed papers. Yeah. Signed papers. Yeah. We are sigovs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, I love significant that. other for Ooh, sure. Sigovs. Sigovs. Okay. Like cigar I like sort that. Of. Mm-hmm. Um, so y'all are still we're still staying on theme, even though we aren't talking about coupledom necessarily. But mm-hmm. the interesting thing has been. Every married couple I've talked to, it's almost all married couples, one dating couple. But um, yeah, it's really fun. And a random theme comes out in each of them, and they're all different spiritual disciplines. Scripture memory, Sabbath, fasting, where they'll go, oh, we yeah, we memorized the scripture. Jess and Dre were on at the beginning of the month and they he like memorizes tons of scripture and they have made it like a part of their lives. I love that. And you just kind of go like, oh. Healthy coupledom involves spiritual disciplines. Yeah. Is that true in y'all's marriages? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think, yes, I think that um, it does, but also it should. Like, I mm-hmm. think of the ways that maybe we do incorporate and then ways that we don't, that like yeah. we should. I'm not here to judge. Yeah. No, no, don't do that. No, we have a we have a pretty intentional, it's not always, um, but, yeah. but we read scripture with the kids in the morning. Yeah. Uh, but that's a family discipline, I guess, more than a, yeah. a couple discipline. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then, I've like, no, I've as, like considering that, like the two of us as a couple, yeah, I, I mean, maybe this is bad to say, but 
it's possible. I don't know if this is true. It's possible that I pray more with Amanda than I do with Ryan. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't bet know. that's true. I mean, we, yeah. we spend, I mean, I mean, you can't run a ministry like She Reads Truth without bathing it in prayer yeah. regularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so there are times where we'll close it, ourselves in a room and darken just the, the lights. Just the two of you. Just the two mm-hmm. of us and pray. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and Because um, you got to be able to say things that everybody else doesn't need to hear. Yeah. 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 Um, and I feel like um, one of the sweetest things, I think when we were together, I guess last month, um, praying over the 2020 editorial calendar, I loved, I haven't gotten to see Amanda much lately. Yeah. So when we do get to spend time together, um, we pray. And um, and Amanda prayed um, as we were preparing the 2020 calendar and thanked the Lord for including us this year. Mm. Um, and I feel like that's the posture that we have found ourselves taking um, repeatedly with She Reads Truth. But, you know, this is the thing, you know, every time we're on your podcast, Annie, we talk about how She Reads Truth is something that the Lord is doing. Yeah. And we genuinely look at that and go, Lord, thank you for including us this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks for letting us be a part yeah. of this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but those are the sweet ways, like even in prayer, we remind each other of what's true. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. yeah. A bunch of our friends listening probably just spent the weekend watching If or being at If. Yeah. And I taught in the last session about friendship. Like there was so much about friendship this weekend at If. So it's interesting to me to hear y'all consider yourself significant others. How do you keep this healthy? Ryan is still my very best friend. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, And I think that, um, like Amanda said, keeping short accounts and all of those things. But, um, we do enjoy each other and we do run a business together, but we also don't spend all our time together. Yeah. Right. We do by proxy, we do spend a ton of time together at the office, but we we are with our families yeah. when in the evening. Mm-hmm. And friends. Like and friends. We um I also think that it makes a difference because our our friendship is actually formed around um something that we we do together like it is it is it formed through she reads truth like she reads truth is responsible for our friendship like that's what the lord used to um to bring us to to together as friends and so um i think we spend a lot of time with this common goal and um the the object of like our efforts and our service and all this so it it puts less pressure on the relationship itself. Yeah, Do you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's not oh, all yeah. about, like, you know, what Rachel is doing. Like, it's all about um, j- going, coming alongside Rachel and we are serving um, and stewarding this business tree together. Yeah, You yeah. know, like, that's the center of it. It's not just friendship for friendship's sake, which is also fine. But yeah. in this particular relationship, that's what founded it and that is what... And now, I mean, one day... Maybe we'll just be friends. Rachel. I was about to say, when y'all are 80 and you've <laughs> retired and passed this off to someone else, yeah. will you still be friends? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, we're lifers. Yeah. We're lifers. Yeah. We, I mean, I Amanda's the friend who sends me flowers on Easter because he lives. Like, yeah, she's the friend. Yeah. Who, and the or I'm the friend who says, like, hey, you're going through a really tough season of life right now. How are you and David? Like, yeah. I'm the one asking hard questions, looking her in the mm-hmm. eye and saying, like, you haven't cried recently. You need to. You yeah. know, like, I'm... We're that for each other. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the truth is, that's why we don't... I mean, I rarely refer to you just as my friend. Like, I think that's one of the reasons that we felt compelled to come up with something like significant other, because we're more sisters than we are friends. Yeah. Um, and so the relationship functions a little bit differently Yeah. because of that. I remember and the first time uh, back in November, the first time I came to visit Toby, I mean, mm-hmm. his little boy in the hospital um, right after his surgery. 
Um, and she started to introduce me to the nurses because they're very protective of that teeny tiny body in their yes. bed. And they don't let a lot of people in. And she started to say, this is my, fr- this is my person. Yeah. Just, this I didn't know what person. else to say. I'm like, yeah. I mean, you could say it like, cause business partner is like a sad thing. Like yeah, it's not, it, doesn't, it, doesn't it just say sounds, enough. right. Mm-hmm. It's too sterile. And like friend isn't the whole story. And you know, anyway, so yeah. I think that's interesting because I think when you are looking toward reconciliation, when something happens between friends, one of the decisions you have to make before you even have a conversation is, what is the long term of this friendship? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do I want this to be a life or friendship Mm -hmm. or am I collecting enough data from this woman that Mm -hmm. she does not need to be in my inner circle? Mm -hmm. Mm Because that tells you how to have the conversation, Mm -hmm. right? If there's a conversation, like if something happened between Mm y'all or between either of y'all and me, we are going to talk until we fix it because yep. we consider each other. There's enough data in the friendship and enough data about how you live your life and who you are that I hope we do this forever. Or yeah, um, I think it's exactly that. And we do that often mm-hmm. that um, I confront Amanda yeah. and she confronts mm-hmm. me and just says like, Hey, you're being ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but I think something that I have learned over and over again, and I guarantee you Amanda has, um, we also choose to forget things. Mm-hmm. choose to let things yes. go, not in a, like, I'm going to chuck that away as something that I'll be able to point to later, mm-hmm. but genuinely move on from something. Yes. If that hurt me, I either need to keep a short account and yeah. confront you about it right now, right? or I need to not care. Yes. yes. Um, and there are a number of things, I know Amanda probably has even more than I do, of things that like, oh, that could potentially really bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, I choose to not let that bother me. And I can't because even... Because the longer term is we're going to be in this. I cannot give yeah. that seed any soil Right, in my and heart. because good. when you know someone really well, like I can, you know, we could also play that conversation in our head and go, well, I, I would hope that there's never a time where I just offhandedly and intentionally or even unintentionally just hurt you for, you know, Mm -mm. for like, there's always something deeper at play. And so, um, and so I just think the more you come to trust a friend or a spouse or a business partner or whoever, um, you, you can, a sig of, (laughs) you can trust the heart of that person and know that I may not quite understand that, but, um, but I understand her enough to know that, that that's okay right now. Okay, but I've been in the opposite situation where I went, you know what, I understand her enough to know that I need to walk away. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I have seen this enough mm-hmm. replayed toward me and toward others yep. that having her close always leads safe? to destruction. Yeah. Is oh, it safe? Right. Yeah. Or, Walk with the wise and grows wise or a companion of fools suffers harm. That's mm-hmm. what the scripture says, yeah. right? I just think sometimes women need permission for friendships not to be forever. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, and and like you may know someone well enough to know that something is so off that you better address yeah. it yeah. because something's going on yeah. and that is, um, you know, out of character or a departure or whatever. Right. I mean, honestly, I think it's that you there's no formula. Like we want there to be a formula. Like, mm-hmm. well, you should always do that. You should always confront or you should always let it go or you should always whatever. And there's no you should always, except right. you should always love. Mm-hmm. Right. Like right. that's really all we get. Right. From as that's far right. as the like the non-negotiable. That's right. So hey, can we talk for a second about Toby? Sure. Because I think a yeah. lot of people are have been following along him having heart surgery mm-hmm. and then it was supposed to be a four weeks in the hospital and Max. that was in November. 
and he's still in the hospital. We're still there. We're and still there. I'm so to back there up right just a little, yeah, do Toby is mm-hmm. Amanda and David's son, their mm-hmm. fourth child, and yes. he came home from China in July. In July, and he had a he's the complex best. heart condition. Mm-hmm. And y'all knew that bringing him home. Yeah, yeah, you knew he did. Yeah, yeah, we knew. We knew that our best case scenario for him was to eventually have surgery to repair his heart. We thought that would happen years down the road um, because it was not a possibility now. Um, But we um, brought him home, had just a routine heart cath where um, to see just just to kind of compile a file that we could start sending around to all of the big, you know, hospitals for his condition around Mm -hmm, the country. mm -hmm. But when we did that, um, the team here in Vanderbilt, er, here in Nashville at Vanderbilt, found um, some really healthy healthy vessels that they that weren't previously there. Yeah. And they were like, we, we can do this. We can do this now and we can do this here. And in fact, you should do this now because the younger he is, the healthier he is, the healthier these vessels are. Like that's it. That won't last. Like you'll yeah. need to go ahead. So we went ahead with the surgery. It was a very complex surgery. And the surgery itself went pretty well, um, but he had a ton of complications, a lot of bleeding during and at the end of the surgery. And then just one complication after another, like really serious complications. And we've been um, in the ICU at Vandy for um, about three months now. Yeah, it's it's been a long time. And he's, so um, there are a lot of kind of long-term effects. I mean, the the best long-term effect is that his heart function is good and strong. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we are, that's that's why we came to to that surgery, and that's what we were hoping to take away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and but he is also taking away from it at just a multitude of battle scars that we never anticipated he'd have. Um, so yeah, so he's doing, he's actually doing really well, which I started off just being really great about updating the world. He just has <laughs> he has people who love him, yes. who we will never meet. Yes, um, and just be just sort of when we adopted Toby, we kind of adopted his tribe of people who love him and have been praying for him since um, he's was in his foster home in China. And so I did great about updating, but as it became more and more complex, and you realize, oh, this is not straightforward at all, and this is not like we climb this hill and then we start to descend and then everything's fine. It's just it's a roller coaster. It's a marathon. It's all the analogies rolled mm-hmm. into one. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what it is anymore. <laughs> you know, we'll have like a good day, um, a good week, a terrible day, a terrible week. Um, but overall, in, in in Toby's terms and where he is and where he's been over the last three months, he's doing really well. Yeah. Um, Does he, he talk to you? Because he's intubated a lot. Yeah, he's still intubated. He's been intubated this whole time, which means he's been on a breathing machine this whole time. So no, there's been no talking. He can mouth words. He does that sometimes. Mm-hmm. He doesn't usually do that because if you're um, a five-year-old kid and you mouth words and nothing happens, then you stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he, um, he's been nodding yes and no for, I don't know, six weeks or something. Like mm-hmm. he's been doing that for a while. And he communicates um, in other ways, points, you know, grunts, kicks his feet, like whatever he needs to do, mm-hmm. throws things. No, he doesn't often throw things. He, he threw something today. That's why that was fresh. <laughs> he threw a paintbrush, but I think it was for fun. It was a yeah. joke. But anyway. But yeah, I mean, he's doing really well. He's got a long road ahead. He's going to, you know, he's still got on the breathing machine. He's got to come off of that. Um, He's got some complications um, with his extremities, like his little feet and his thumb and stuff just from being on. um, He was on a whole body sport called ECMO for longer um, than is ideal. No time is ideal. But um, 
but, uh, but and so the effect the of lived. that, he's the boy who lived. He yeah. came off of that and survived, and that was um, that was not um, probable. Yeah. But the Lord, um, with the Lord, it was possible, and the Lord did it. And yeah. so has just preserved his life time and time again. He's been in the OR more times than I care to count in the last three months, and um, has come out alive. Every so when time. you're here with us, is someone else? I mean, I know the nurse have, nurses have become like family. They have. They are his people right now. Like even yeah. you know, even in a kind of in a deeper way than than we even are, because our, we're limited as to what yeah. we can do for him and yeah. how much we can be there. We have three other children, um, and and so you know, my son when I left to go see Toby on Sunday, and my husband had a cold, and he was home with the other kids. And I was like, I'm gonna go see Toby, and he said, Mom, you go see Toby every day. Oh, I was like, yeah. I know. And if you were in the hospital, I would go see you every day too. Yeah. Um, and he said, but you never just sit down. Oh, <laughs> and I wow. said, also true. Yeah. <laughs> and also not ideal. But um, yeah, so, but uh, I mean, Toby is such an amazing kid that, um, you know, I don't like go to the hospital because I have to. I go to the That's hospital because right. I get to. Like That's I, right. mm-hmm. I wish I've never wanted to be three places at once so badly. Yeah in my whole life. Like I want to be at She Reads Truth because I love it and I love our team. I love our work. I truly do. I don't just say that. Like I really miss it when I'm not there. I want to be with Toby because um, he is enduring something no child should ever have to endure. And I just want to be home with the rest of my people. And so sometimes we're all together, but... um, And y'all have moved to Franklin now, right? Last time we were here, you were still commuting. Yeah. Yeah. We're in Franklin, so I no longer commute to work, but I do commute to the hospital. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Which is fine. You know, it's good. But anyway, so he's doing well. He's going to get out of there. they have, like, expected anything? No, after this, he'll go to inpatient rehab. So we'll basically go from one hospital to another. Okay. And it'll have to be um, in another city because we don't have one here. Okay. So that won't be the best. Um, But it'll be the best for him. Yeah. So it'll be yeah. okay. But one day, one day, Edda said at the beginning, my daughter at the beginning of the year said, um, Mom, because they were just like, Mom, is he going to be home at the end of this month? Is he going to be home? Mm-hmm. So at, on New Year's, she said, Mom, I said, Babe, it's going to be a great year. Mom, is Toby coming home in 2019? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I, sure. I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb here and say <laughs> yes. Um, it may not be winter. It may be spring. I mean, Lord help us. I hope it's not summer. But yeah, um, but yeah he's going to come home and yeah. he'll be a different kid, but only in the peripheral ways. He's yeah. still Toby. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, it's just more than more than anybody knows you're signing up for. Life in general ends up being more than you knew you're signing up for, but that is totally way more than you knew you were signing up for. It is. I mean, it is and it isn't. Like we did know. I just think that we thought this intensity was going to be spread out over time. Yeah. Or it was going to come later. Yeah. Um, but this quick and this intense was not, you know, not what we expected. But yeah. um, but gosh, but we did know we were signing up for him and, and yeah, he's, that's right. he's, um, he's, he's a keeper. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's our son and he's... Um, People say he's lucky, and I'm like, oh, he's yeah, not lucky. I agree with that. No, <laughs> we're I agree we're with lucky. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, he's awesome. So thank you for the update. Yeah. Um, thank you for caring. People can just go to your Instagram and see pictures and watch Insta Story yeah. Bible and, Williams, right? Yeah, Bible Williams, yeah. and um, he's. I, I've we've been joking that I, it's no longer <laughs> my social media. I'm I'm Toby's social media manager. Yeah, that's right. That's so, right. Dear Amanda, thanks for posting that <laughs> random thing. But tell us how but Toby, tell us how Toby yeah. really is. Yeah, she yeah. reads truth. Whatever. Yeah, we yeah. don't even know what that is. Let's okay, see. so let's talk about the she reads truth plan because yes, I don't know for we? Lent because I don't know what it is, but I know I don't know it fully. But I know that you said it really connects with where you are as well. Yeah. Um, can we start by saying the dates of Lent? 
We can. We can. Do you know them? We can. This? We wrote them down. Yes, because I always ask. I just love people to learn about Lent. Okay, so here's it's the It's so deal. much later this year. Well, before we say the dates of Lent, okay. She Reads Truth has always, you know this, has yes. always done a Lent plan. Yes. And we've always started on Ash Wednesday or the Monday yep. before and then run through Easter Sunday. Yep. And we hit a moment. You know, I was talking about praying over the 2020 yeah. calendar. Yeah. Well, about a year ago, we were praying over the 2019 calendar, and here it comes. Um, and we just felt a catch from the Lord about how we wanted to do Lent this year. Okay. Um, I don't know any of this. Oh, it's well, I'm so into it. Um, mm-hmm. There were a couple of factors at play. One is, um, and I'm sure you feel this, when we do Lent, the last day of the plan is Resurrection Sunday. Yeah. Which is like so triumphant and so yeah. wonderful, but also feels a little like you've hit a brick wall. Like right. I want to know more. Like Jesus just rose from the dead. Is he right. still alive? Like right. what's happening? It's like, like the curtain drops. Yeah, and right. That's amazing. So now what? what next? Um, so that has always been something that's been a little like mm, for us. Like yeah. we we miss okay. we miss the rest of the story. Yeah. We miss like learning about the risen Jesus yeah. and the ascension. Um, so that was at play, and. So she reads truth about is about to turn seven years old. Oh my gosh! Right, um, man, we're like a second grader. Yeah, second yeah, grader. that's right. Um, so, but for seven years, the she's have been asking us to study the book of Job, to read okay. the book of Job, and so those were like our things at play as we were really praying, seeking the Lord about how to handle Lent in 2019. Yeah, yeah. And we landed Annie on two separate plans. Okay. So we are um, during Lent going to read the book of Job, which okay. I'll talk about because it's. It's so special. Yeah. I just listened to it on the chronological Bible. It comes oh, after Genesis. Right. So right. I just listened to it. Because Job and Abraham were contemporaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is so crazy. It's crazy. It is crazy. Um, but then our Easter plan is actually just a four-week plan this year. Oh, my gosh. And Easter is the centerpiece, both literally and figuratively. It is oh, the middle beautiful. page in the okay. book. Okay. So um, when do we start Job? So we'll start Job March 11th, which is, okay. I think, the Monday after Ash Wednesday. Okay. And it's a six, five. It's a couple of we weeks plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, but then, so two weeks before Easter, so a week before Palm Sunday, we'll start the narrative of, oh, of Jesus cool. heading to Jerusalem. So it's and two of, plans. Yep. Four weeks. Oh, Job is four weeks. Job is four weeks. And East, then Easter is four, four weeks. weeks. Okay, yeah, so we're doing sense. it. So it's literally, we're doing an eight-week plan. It's just right. two mm-hmm. sets. Two sets. Okay. Right. Um, so that Job is a standalone book. Because remember when we did Exodus and we were like, great, we love this Exodus book. Yeah. So much, yeah. But it's tied into the Easter plan and tied into uh-huh, the Lent, uh-huh. and then so Easter will go two weeks after Easter, oh, which I we're love really that. excited about. Yeah. So it's, I mean, we've never done that. We've always done Lent, and we've always enjoyed fielding those questions of like, why Lent? What yeah. you know, isn't that Catholic? What is that? And like getting to talk about the rhythms of the church calendar. Yes, you know, yes. we love Advent. You know, we love the church calendar events. Yeah. And so really, it's the Lenten season. We're going to do Job, and we're yeah. going to do Easter, yeah. but we don't have to stop at Easter Sunday. Yes. So we're really excited. Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're just going to do both. We're going to do both. Okay. And um, and what we didn't anticipate when we planned this, um, because honestly, when we chose Job, when we you know we read, we do um, topical studies or She Reads Truth and reading plans, but the thing right. that we do the most and... Um, that is closest to the heart of our mission is reading through books of the Bible. Yes. And so um, and so we knew that we wanted to do Job, and it felt like a Lent-ish book, of right? Course, yeah. Because, you know, the book of Job 
is about Job's suffering. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's not even this tidy study of suffering in that it's like, oh, you read Job and you find out why we suffer and, oh, gosh, I know. and God's role in suffering. Yeah. And it's not like all Joseph of, where he's like, you know, like you meant this for evil, but God planned it for good. Do you see how tidy fine. this is? Yeah, now yeah, now yeah, all yeah. of Israel is in Egypt. Or like yeah. with Esther, like for such a time as this. And right, it, it does it not It was hard, do that. but now it's better. It and now we not. understand. Right. But... It what it does is it aligns so closely with the suffering we all experience. Like maybe not an event. Like maybe we don't all experience the tangible loss after loss after loss that Job experiences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But we all experience suffering that we can't explain. Yeah, and that we can't say we can say. Um, we know that the Lord has has good planned for us, and we yeah. know that God is good all the time. We know that God is powerful and kind, yeah. and that He is a God who redeems and restores. But we don't always know how that fits together with our suffering, mm-hmm. right. and we can't. You know, as long as we're on Earth, we're not always going to be able to see why suffering happens and what comes of it. Like yeah. we we want it to be a cause and effect. Well, for, like with Everything Toby, happens I mean, for I have, a reason, right? Right. And the, mm-hmm. Barf. And the thing is, is on the surface, well, sure, maybe everything happens for a reason, but that doesn't make me feel better. Yeah, yeah. About the like suffering. What consolation is right. there? Like that is that. no consolation to me with what Toby's experiencing no. right now. For right. example, for it's, example, it's none. Yeah. Um. It is. There is consolation that God brings purpose, which I guess is just another way to say it. But the thing is, it doesn't erase the suffering that he's enduring, mm-hmm. and that um and that my other kids are enduring while they watch him suffer. Right. Right. And um and so what means more to me is that God is present with us, mm. and that God. And I can't tell you why Toby's suffering like this. I don't know. Because even if you say, well, he's pointing so many people to Jesus. Uh, Well, if you put that on one end of the scales and you put Toby's actual daily moment by moment suffering on the other end, are you is that less yeah. than this? Like yeah. because I don't know. Mm, right. I've watched it and I don't know that yeah. it is. And so what has brought consolation is that God is near and God yeah. speaks to us and and he speaks to Job. And so this um our title for the Job plan is Suffering and the God Who Speaks. Mm. And so we are going to be in this first part of the Lenten season reading this story, and it is a relentless story of suffering. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I mean, the suffering, like the hits just keep coming, and then Job's friends mean well, we think, <laughs> but they um, and they say some things that sound right. I'm always so fascinated by that, how, right. how, how Job's friends get quoted in the Bible. Oh, no. But everybody's like, but they're wrong. I'm like, they're chap. I'm not saying they aren't wrong, yeah. but I'm like, man, no. why are they chapters of the Bible if all their advice is crappy? No, yeah. do you know that one time... On show. Yes. Um, <laughs> it's our show. <laughs> Ooh, welcome to the She Reads Truth Show. Um, well, one time we accidentally um, made a share graphic mm-hmm. for a reading plan, a, a quote from one of Job's friends that uh-uh. didn't mean what it was supposed to mean. And we didn't... So that's embarrassing. How do we know? How do we long, know? It was a long it, time ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Lord rebukes them and calls them okay. and, and says, I mean, what what does he say exactly? He oh, says yeah. the same thing. Oh, shoot. I'll find it because it's really funny. So we know that they can't be trusted because the Lord makes it clear that their advice can't be trusted. Well, and I don't know that they can't be trusted. <laughs> like, I don't know them, but I... Sure, <laughs> sure their, their exact quotes in the book of Job are not 
can't all be trusted. But right. you know what I like about this? Like, That's just complicated. Our content me. director is known for saying, papyrus ain't cheap. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he just said, like, if it's in the Bible, um, yeah. it's there for a purpose. Yes. Um, at papyrus ain't cheap. That's uh, really true. funny. And, um, and so you're asking, like, well, then why are chapters of the Bible spent with this, like, bad advice, yeah. like advice that is later rebuked by God? And I think that, like, that's so much of, like, the book of Job, actually, because we're talking about, like, okay, my suffering is true, but what's mm-hmm, truer? Mm-hmm, you know, the right. truer thing is that God is near. The yeah. truer thing is, and I love, so to answer the papyrus ain't cheap question, <laughs> um, I think it's in there because, my goodness, can't you relate with that? Yeah. Can't you relate with the friendly advice? Right. Or giving the bad advice, mm-hmm. or giving I've the been, bad advice, or people. or yeah. saying, you know, here's a way that I can make this better. I can mm-hmm. I can smooth over this. But instead, why not point me to Christ? Yeah. Instead, why yeah. not tell me what is true in Scripture, what we mm-hmm. know of God? Mm-hmm. Um, so I love in Job. There are 37 chapters, mm-hmm. not in the whole book, but the first 37 chapters are the tragedy yeah. and the advice, well intended or not, good or bad, whatever. Um, and then in chapter 38, you know, yeah. God, God speaks. Yeah. And he's silent really until then, except for the rebuking of the friends. But I just think in chapter 38 of Job, it's sort of like a smackdown rhetorical monologue of the yeah. Lord's where he <laughs> just says, essentially, Job, listen now to what I have to say. Mm-hmm. Do you not know who I am? Do you know where the storehouses of the snow are? Yeah. Have you set limits for the waves and told them, come no further than this? Yeah. Have you put blanketed the sky in clouds or like given it, you know, darkness as it's covering? Like those are the things that Job says to God. And he doesn't say, Job, thank you for all of this. And I'm sorry that this happened. Now I'm going to explain why. Yeah. That's not what God says. No. Instead, he, he addresses Job in the whirlwind and basically says, do you not know who I am? Mm-hmm. Don't forget who I am, mm-hmm. and and you um, serve me. Yeah, and there's so that is not a scary thing. That's right. so much comfort in right. just saying, if you serve the Lord and you love the Lord, and He says to you, "Don't forget who I am. Mm-hmm. Don't forget how powerful, how big, how in control I am. Don't think for a second that what is happening is out of my control. Don't think for a second that you are out of my control, Mm -hmm. that you are not seen. And if I'm setting limits for the waves and walking along the surface of the deep, like walking along the bottom of the ocean, how much more am I near to you? Yeah. Hey, just here to interrupt this conversation real quick with Rachel and Amanda to tell you about Third Love. For all you ladies out there, this is one of my favorite sponsors for our show. Third Love bras have perfect fit. They use millions of real women's measurements. And Third Love designs its bras with size and shape in mind for an impeccable fit and an incredible feel. They have more sizes than most other brands. They are the industry leader with over 70 sizes, including its signature half cup sizes. And there's so much quality in these bras, y'all. The details make the difference from premium fabrics to expert design. You should go on their website and do their Fit Finder quiz. You just answer a few simple questions to find your perfect size. Over 10 million women have taken the quiz to date. And it's actually fun and takes less than a minute to complete. And it, Third Love will help you identify your size and shape and find the style that fits your body best. It's also, hands down, the most comfortable bra you'll ever own. Tagless labels, no itching, straps that don't slip, ultra soft smoothing fabrics, 
and lightweight, super thin memory foam cups. And I love that it's 100% fit guarantee. Third Love's team of expert fit stylists are dedicated to helping you find your perfect fit. If you don't love their product, returns and exchanges are free and easy. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for every gal out there. So right now, they are offering you guys, my friends, 15% off your first order. So go to thirdlove.com slash sounds fun now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash sounds fun for 15% off today. Now back to the conversation. You know, my Enneagram 7S, I don't like pain. I don't I like know. talking about But like when you hear Job's start of his story and he starts losing everything and, and, the, and it says something like, and while that servant was still speaking, yes. <laughs> another one yes. shows up and all his barns have burned down. And while that servant was still, and every time it's like, and I, and Job, I'm the only one who lived to tell you all your children are dead. And while that one is still speaking, another servant shows up and says, well, I, while everyone else died in all your land, I survived. I'm like, man. And while that person was speaking, yeah, someone yeah, yeah. else came. It's just, you, you just almost can't Do you relate with this it. at all right yeah, now? Yeah, I was about to oh, say, yeah. that feels no. so true to your story. I mean, it does, but um, it's like a bad play where like they use all the like, you know, all the like twists and turns happen like in the first five minutes and mm-hmm. then the rest of the play is just the dude being sad mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. all the things mm-hmm. that just happened. But the thing that is so frustrating about the book of Job to me is that that like it goes on <laughs> for yeah. so long yeah. Yeah. with just the Lord's just like letting them talk. Just like, yeah, go ahead, give all your theories. Yeah. And then like Job is trying, like Job is trying. Yeah. But Job is human. And and so he doesn't know either. Like he 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 stands up for himself pretty well, I think. But at, at the same time, like he's just a man. Like yeah. I and so I think the thing that's so frustrating to us is like, okay, Lord, so I'm reading Job, I've read Job. What do I apply from this yeah. to fix this? To not to not be where Job is. Like yeah. How, mm-hmm. Tell me. Teach me the non-Job life plan. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And like it matters. Like God calls us to be mm-hmm. holy. God calls mm-hmm. us to be righteous. He pointed out Job because he was righteous. Which let's you know we could talk about that for hours. Right. Um. But even Job, you know, as great as Job, like Job's trying to be faithful to the Lord. And, you know, his wife's like, just curse God and die, man. Like, I don't know what else to tell you. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. But um, no one's God. Only God is God. Mm -hmm. Your friends aren't God. You aren't God. The doctor trying to save your son is not God. Mm -hmm. And the thing that that has been so difficult for me is not that I've trusted that the Lord, I've not had a hard time understanding that the Lord can heal Toby or that the Lord is good, or that the Lord is present. It's understanding why all of those things are true and Toby's still suffering. Mm-hmm. Like, I know Jesus is here. I know Jesus is in charge of this ICU room. Yeah. I know that that God knit his body together, yeah, Toby's right. body together, and he is um, more powerful than the surgeon we thought we were going to have to fly across the country to see. Yeah. You know, like he's... I call that man the wizard. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and we didn't have to fly across the country to see the wizard. But even if we had, mm-hmm. he's still not the one who created my son and will, who will heal him. Yeah. And But even then, you know, I'm watching these things happen to him. And I'm watching him not just suffer these things in theory or um, 
this is not just a story. I'm not seeing this on social media. Like I'm seeing this in front of me. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I would just, I just didn't understand. And, um, and the only consolation is that God is near. And I yeah. know that. Yeah. And I know that God is the same God who was good on the day that we brought Toby home in the days that he adjusted that was so beautifully. Was yes, you were there. <laughs> and he adjusted so beautifully. And we had a blast with him for four months before his surgery. Yeah, And God was just as good today mm-hmm. when he is sitting in that hospital bed, probably wondering where his mom is, yeah. <laughs> like, and, and hurting all over, literally hurting all over. But God's the same God. Mm-hmm. And so... We can try to figure it out, and we can spin our wheels, or we can just lean in when God leans down to talk to us and say, but do you know who I am? Mm -hmm. And I'm the one who's with you, and I'm the one who will stand at the last. Like that's That me. feels like that's what we have to gain from doing Job because mm-hmm. a version of Annie would go, yeah, I'll skip this one and meet y'all at Easter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll meet yeah. you on that four-week plan. But it feels like the thing to gain, no matter where you are in your faith life, Job is an interesting story to read because the end of the story is God is near. Mm-hmm. And you're actually yeah. going to see in Job's suffering how near God is. And you yeah. may not have a, a five-year-old baby boy in a hospital bed like Amanda I does. I hope you don't. I hope you don't. Um you may not be suffering outwardly, but I think about the song, that hymn, Come Ye Sinners, uh-huh. um, and that line, uh, weak and wounded, sick and sore, to yeah. describe us. And I mean, raise your hand if you're not one of those, Thank at least you. one of those right. four things right, right now. C, D, E, yeah, yeah. all the above. Weak, yeah. wounded, sick, or, or sore from the yeah. last time you were wounded. Serious. Like, we are carrying, yeah. we are we're broken people, and we live in a broken world. And yep. you know what? If you are not weak, wounded, sick, or sore, don't read the book of Job. Yeah, serious. If you cannot, if you can't identify with one of those four mm-hmm. words, meet us at Easter. Yeah. But uh, but can, I am. Yeah. I am too. Yeah. And too. and I'm looking forward to, and you know, I even going back to the friend's advice, that's me with Amanda. That's mm. my temptation to be the friend to say, to text her in the morning and say, Amanda, I'm telling you right now, I believe that Toby's going to be walking out of that bed in mm-hmm. the, this month. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's not true. I don't know that. I haven't yeah. found that promise in scripture. I can say things that I want to happen. I can even conjure that I believe that they'll happen. But I, I need to believe the things that God says are true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's a conviction for me, that temptation to um, appease her pain, mm-hmm. which I think is probably part of what Job's friends were doing. Yeah. How can I make this better? Here's what I think... Maybe this is why this is happening. Yeah. Maybe this will happen soon. Yeah, I I can't tell Amanda anything for certain, but what I know to be certain for myself from the Lord. Yes. Yeah, and so that is how I cannot be one of Job's friends. Yeah, that's right. That's how I can be a a friend who loveth at all times. So yeah. switching yeah. from Job to Easter, is it going to feel like we like jumped out of one story? Like, is it going to be a little bit of a um, whiplash, or is there like a have y'all thought? I do love transitioning. So we said, um, you know, the key verse of the book of Job from chapter 10, 19, Job says, I know that my Redeemer lives, and at yeah. the last he will stand on the yeah. dust. So I know that my Redeemer lives. And then um, the and Easter the book. The cover is, of the Easter book is gold. It's gold, Annie. Golden pink. And so you took that verse. Um, the, no, we took we we came out of Job, out of yeah. My Redeemer Lives, and now the Easter book is called Because, because he, lives. he Lives. Brilliant. And so I, I love yeah, that it worked out this way. Together. Amanda wrote the editor's letter for the Job book, which I highly recommend reading, but have tissues nearby. Yeah. Um, and then I had the opportunity to write the editor's letter for um, the Easter book. Yeah. And to talk about how different my life is 
is specifically, yeah. not because of because Amanda lives, not right. because Ryan lives, but because Jesus lives. Yeah. And Jesus actually says to his disciples in John 14, he says, because I live, you will live too. Yeah. As always, they're both beautiful. But I knew that there had to be some, I knew y'all are too smart to just take us from, I keep picturing Mary Poppins, you know, like yeah. when she's <laughs> in the, the horse race yeah. and then all of a sudden it starts raining and they're back in back. London and you're yeah. like, what? Wait, what? What? Yeah. Well, but I knew y'all weren't going to whiplash mm-mm. us like that. Well, and here, here's why, because the end of Job, when, when God is speaking, the answer is Jesus, right? Mm, like mm-hmm. we know that Job, the book of Job points to Jesus. Yeah. One of the things that we did to tie him in, Annie, yeah. Oh, yeah. in the Job book, um, we created a chart. Um, uh-huh. The chart's called Asked in Job, Answered okay. in Jesus. Oh, brilliant. And so it's these questions like, who can help us approach God? Mm-hmm. These are direct mm-hmm. quotes from Job. Yeah. Um, is there life after death? Is there well, anyone? That's not, oh, that's not a direct quote. Okay. So these are questions Job asked. Yeah. Is there mm-hmm. anyone in heaven working on our behalf? Yeah. What is the value of knowing God? Where do we find God? And then we do have direct quotes mm-hmm. from Jesus, you know, saying, I'm the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me, even if he dies, will live. Um, for God's love of the world in this way, he gave his one and only son that everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting oh, life. The one who has seen me has seen the Father. Yeah. Uh, so we, we, we took some time in, in the Job books to tie specifically the questions that Job is asking, these existential questions, yeah. and, and pulled direct quotes from Jesus Christ, the mm-hmm. answer to his mm-hmm. questions. And, and actually printed in the book, these were the answers. They're yeah, there. Yeah. These aren't just questions that are existential and right. cannot be answered. Right. These right. are, there is truth and we can know it. Right. And I'm just dying that Easter is in the dead middle of the yeah. study. That's yeah. amazing. Because like I just opened the middle of the book and it's Holy Week. Yep. yep. And y'all like outlined all of Holy Week and even have a map of in Jerusalem. Okay, so people can read the plans online. Yeah. Yes. And they're on your computer for free. You can download it on your app for $1.99, yep. $2.99. Yeah. But getting the books is the real win because then you have all the resources and you have yeah. all the things. It's yeah. the like it's the best experience. Yeah. Like there's, I, think so I mean, it's it's where you get all there's of the no scripture cross stitch curated. This year, which is there was at Christmas. That's is all I can ask craft? for. There is a craft. <gasps> I didn't even think to tell you this. Our friend Danielle Walker. <gasps> it's a Danielle Walker craft. All of the recipes. Oh yeah, the soup. I actually just saw the Italian wedding soup, and I was like, that looks just like Danielle. All of the recipes in our Easter book are by Danielle Walker. It's amazing. In addition. Um, looking for it. It's it's in the it's in the early part of the book. Naturally dyed Easter eggs by Danielle Walker. Oh, of course, they're um, beautiful. They're Naturally dyed, so stinking would. beautiful, and I had such a fun time making them to yeah. practice because we yes, don't. You put always do. In the you book. test everything. I test it. Rachel's um, test kitchen. Oh yeah, they're beautiful. Those they're all my, sorts of. They're very unique colors. Like they're, they're really. They're unique better colors, colors so, than what you get in a and box. And how cute is that? I mean, yeah. I understand that Easter eggs don't have a lot to do with Jesus rising from the dead, but, but in an American tradition, it's fun right. to dye Easter that's eggs, right. and it's such a fun craft where you're dyeing stuff with purple yeah. cabbage or yeah. like the dried uh, skins of yellow onions. Oh my gosh! Who knew? I think that's that one. Who that's knew? So cute. I'll tell I you know. who knew. Danielle, Danielle Walker. Walker did. I get okay. So what you said earlier, Rachel, about um, come you sinners mm-hmm. for a needy, like that, that is why we answer the suffering in the God who speaks, the Job plan with the because he lives, the Easter plan. Because yeah. in the same way that God is good, you know, whether my circumstances are good or not, we're all equally as needy. Like there is a level yeah. on which I am not any needier today with my mm. son in ICU than I was, you know, 
how many months Last now? Year I have to go time. back. Last year yeah. this time. That'll yeah. work. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was just, you know. Or even at Halloween. Coasting a little yes. bit. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? And and sure, my tangible needs are different, and they are very great right now. Mm-hmm. My tangible needs are great mm-hmm. and overwhelming. But my spiritual need is just, I always need Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think that's where, where the book of Job brings us, is it really, like, talk about if Lent is about realizing our need for Christ and his death and yeah. resurrection, then um, then I think this is going to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, how much more helpless do we get? And then it's um, as if the Easter book is beckoning, come ye sinners, yeah. yes. come on. Because, come on. because yeah. Job doesn't leave us with an answer to the question in the form of not a rhetorical you know, like here's here's the question and here's the answer that you could write down on a test. It gives us a person. Mm-hmm. The answer mm-hmm. is a person. The answer yeah. is Christ. And then we see that in the Easter study, yeah. how he lives and dies and rises again yeah. and is living. Like that is not a thing that happened. And now he it's it's like, well, what happens after Jesus rose from the dead? Well, Jesus sits at the right hand of the Father. Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. what happens. Like, when God is giving those rhetorical answers to, or questions to Job and going, like, you know, all of the things, like, mm-hmm. have you not set the waves and given them limits? What he's, what he's not saying, but what we now know on this side of, of Jesus, he's saying, I got a plan. Yes. There is a plan in place that yes. is greater than you will ever know. Yeah. And it is been set into motion. Meanwhile, I'm talking to Abraham right now, establishing yeah. the nation of Israel. That is crazy. They are it's crazy. Um, they're contemporary. They are contemporary. So like Job suffering, God's going, just trust me. Yeah. I am so big. Yeah. I am a couple hundred miles away talking to Abraham right now also because yes. I am omnipresent. Yeah. Yes. And, and in the end, we get God's son yeah. who, who was planned before Job ever asked any questions. I think it's tempting as people who live in 2019 and who um, we have instant gratification. We and nothing is fast enough anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'm the chief of center as well. That like I just can't. Like if I if any if I have a spinning you know wheel on At my computer, point, I, can't, yeah. I can't. I can't. I can't. I, I throw it out the window. How dare you? Computer. How dare you waste my time? Yeah. Um, We're going to the Apple. Oh, store. I, the internet was not working great here at my office yesterday, nope, and I nope. was storming around like <laughs> I had been personally violated. I mean, I was like, who is held accountable for this? <laughs> Who's streaming? Who is the one? Right. Somebody's watching a movie. Right. Um, so it's tempting to think that Jesus is not a real answer to Job's question. Mm-hmm. Like, it's tempting to say, like, sure, yeah, Jesus, Good the answer. afterlife, the eternal yeah, life, yeah. like, et cetera, et cetera. But if we believe the Bible is true, and we do, then it is a real answer. Mm-hmm. This is not pie in the sky, like... Um, just abstract concept that we are trying. I mean, it feels that way because mm-hmm. we're human, mm-hmm. but but this is an actual tangible hope that is secured for us by the death and resurrection of Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the longer, the more we listen to the broken tape of this world, and we aren't reading truth, and we aren't you know listening to truth in mm-hmm. our cars, and we mm-hmm. aren't um, reminding each other of truth. We're going to start believing. That this is really all there is. Yes. Yeah. But this is not. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't for Job and it isn't for us. It's not for Toby. Yeah. And I, I long with all that I am for him to be healed. And I believe that he will. And I believe it's going to look differently than we thought it would. Mm-hmm. God's promises are true for him today, right now. 
But this still, this life that we have and this joy we experience with him, which is why we want him to stay, mm-hmm. um, is nothing compared to what waits for us. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't erase the suffering, but um, but it is it is what infuses hope into our situation. Yeah, it's right. the reason that I... I mean, I gut laugh with his nurses in his room mm-hmm. with him. And it does not because everything's fine, but because God's there and hope is real and yeah. we can be we can have joy. Mm-hmm. Like I have the joy of the Lord and the joy of the Lord is morning and dancing. Yeah. yeah the joy right. of the Lord isn't dependent on Toby's blood pressure today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it even fuses him. He smiles. Mm-hmm. He'll have the worst day and you'll ask him to smile, not this week because he's mad. But yeah. most weeks <laughs> he had a hard Wouldn't week. Wouldn't you be mad? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But most I like when you send us pictures well. of his mad face when he looks at Amanda like, don't take my picture. I'm like, Toby, you're hilarious. Uh, yeah. You're a five-year-old and you're entitled you're a, to yeah. a You're a five-year-old who's been tied to a bed for three months. I yeah. get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we I, can't, we just can't sit, you know, with three microphones across the table from each other and explain how all of this works exactly. Yes. But that's, that's our okay. God. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One of the things Pastor Kevin says a lot in order to have a healthy um, relationship with God is you need to have a place and a plan. Mm-hmm. So I it's one of the that. reasons that I, I love having y'all on every season when you release a plan because my friends can find their own places. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know in your house where you want to sit, you know yeah. which coffee shop you like, you know, mm-hmm. but but coming up with a plan, when mm-hmm. especially when you're suffering, mm-hmm. figuring out what to read, opening your Bible and just going, just anything, God, could anything, I, don't, I know my Bible really well or I don't know my Bible at all, but I'm just opening it, hoping something will matter it's so much uh, more healing for me when I have a plan. So right now, as part of Awaken Nashville, the multi, you know 450 churches praying together for love it. fasting and praying for revival, we have a plan every day. Mm-hmm. And so I love that so as soon good. as that ends, I only have like two weeks to sort out a plan, and then we'll jump in with Job. And so, it's but so I think good. for our friends who are suffering, whether they've been active Bible readers or whether it's new to them, having a plan actually helps you. Connect with God. It does not make it rote or school mm-hmm. or less personal. It mm-hmm. actually helps you, particularly when we're going with Job. And and to get really specific about a plan, like I think that's one of the things I love about what we do, mm-hmm. what She Reads Truth does, because there's an actual reading plan. Yeah. There's a here's today, here's what we're reading. And in the case of Job, or really in the case of any study that we do, there's Yes, the book of Job. And then you know, every day we're reading like from Romans and from yeah, Philippians. I we're reading that, that. that curated, that scripture that actually relates to what we read in mm-hmm. Job mm-hmm. because the Bible is one big story yeah. and it does tie together. Yeah. And so even in the interest of like in the word plan, there is there's a plan every day. Here's yeah. what to read. Here's yeah. what to read. Here's and here's Job and Romans and Philippians and here's all the different yeah. things that we can read. Speaking of plans. Yes. Do you want to know how ridiculously ambitious we were yes, when we were me everything <laughs> Amanda just sat up in her chair theater of the she has no idea I have no idea what she's about to say well I told you we met we meet every year and plan yeah. our, our coming forthcoming editorial calendars and I don't know what got into us so can I tell you what's coming after Easter yes we're going to do Revelation. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Job, the start, the middle, the finish. Yeah, we're doing Job it. Job to Jesus to Revelation. We're Jesus doing it. again. We're proofing okay. Revelation right now, and it is... Oh, I can't wait. I forget what a triumphant book that is. It's yeah. beautiful. I forget what... Right. It, like, I, I look at Job and go, like, there's a lot of 
sorrow there. Yeah. But my goodness, if you believe that Christ saved you, yeah. the book of Revelation is yeah. pretty incredible. And to read. literally chronologically, yeah. the beginning, the middle, the end. No, literally chronologically. We're That's doing it. I don't awesome. know why we chose that for ourselves. But you had to do it at some point. We you didn't want it to be last. That would have been too obvious. Right, right, right. So um yeah, we're gonna read the oh, book of Revelation. Man, that's awesome. Worthy is the lamb. Worthy is the lamb. We haven't pointed out the um, the most obvious reason that we're doing these back to back, and that's that um, the the answer to our suffering is Christ's suffering, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. like the reason that he can be that he's near is because the Son dwelled among us yeah. mm-hmm. and suffered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was just looking back because I was like, what did I what did I write? Yeah, mm-hmm. in this because I don't remember. It was it was in the heart. I mean, I wrote it in the thick of it, like yeah. started it from Toby's ICU room. Oh, wow. um, but I was just thinking about your friends who are listening, who are suffering mm-hmm. and just really wanting them to read with us. Um, yeah. Because even though part of me wants to say, if you're in suffering, maybe don't read Job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, honestly, like yeah. that's kind of what I would just think like, oh, I don't know. Like it's hard to read mm-hmm. when you're in a good place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I believe that God's word is true and powerful and effective and active. And um, and I believe that he is going to, um, that God is going to meet people in their suffering in this book yeah. and that they're going to feel seen. Yeah. And um, and when I sat down to write this letter for, for this book, while did, um, my son was like in the thick of his suffering, like right in the most intense part, that is the thing. It's the suffering of Christ that where you're like, this is not a cliche answer yeah. to our suffering. Yeah. Like to say, well, but Jesus. No, but Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. No, Jesus actual, you know, Actually the person, Jesus. the yeah. person of Jesus yeah. on the cross bearing our sin to conquer the very thing that is um, threatening to steal not just our my joy, but our son. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus died for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was listening That's to good. an All Sons and Daughters song the other day, and it um, I can't remember which one it was, but it says, for every moment, like your uh, your life, your death, your blood was shed for every moment, mm-hmm. and just how true that is and how we don't feel it every day yeah. because we don't feel like we need it every day, um, but we do. Yeah. And um, and to get this whole picture of the state that we're in and the way Jesus saves us, yeah. I'm honestly like... Just trying to like take deep breaths, getting ready for it. We can yeah. do this. Yeah, we can yeah. just punch the air yeah, every right. day before we open our Bibles and that's get right. ready. It's going to mm-hmm. be great. But I want them to kind of, I want, I want, if you're within the sound of my voice, yeah. I just want you to read with us. Um, mm-hmm. And if you need some motivation, the beautiful study books are a great one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Because and there's she books and there's he books, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. She okay. reads truth and he reads truth. They're okay. on shop. She reads truth.com. Yeah. We do have this is. So, a hardcover. So there's something that we also, do. I told you that we'll probably only do Easter once. Yes. Like this. Yeah, yeah. And so because of that, we stripped the dates out. Yeah. Made an evergreen keepsake version. It's linen covered. It's it's like it looks like your Bible. It's like the She Reads Truth Bible. Um, oh, but it's the, so beautiful. But the inside is like a She Reads Truth Easter study book. What a great gift. Have it's, you already talked about that? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um it's so but it is um more beautiful than we anticipated it would yeah, be. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, so there is, I mean, the She Reads Truth Easter book comes with two different cover options. Yeah. You can okay. get the like the shiny gold one, 
or you can get the linen covered. Yeah, it's beautiful. Keepsake. There's no dates, so you're just yeah. like you can use that every year. Yeah. And if especially if, you know like and, and or you can do Lent again next year, but yeah. this is just such it's it's a beauty for the coffee. Well, you know table. I'm gonna do Lent as well. It is a beauty. Now for the I do have table. one rule, Annie. If you get that book, I'm not gonna spiral bound. <laughs> Please don't shave the spine off of it. <laughs> I will not spiral bound this hard copy. This when I order the hard copy, it's just gonna go. Yeah, it's a table. You yeah, said on the table. Ryan Myers will come after yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. He already he already loves me, but he like. I, I know side he rolls eyes. his, he side, side eyes, eyes me yeah. when I hole punch mine or spiral, take them to my Kinko's and give them to spiral them. Um, Rach, you always come here with some sort of discount code for my people there. Oh yeah, I do. what do you got? Um, well, we can do, I think it's, that sounds fun. Okay. Uh, which is so easy to remember. So they go to shop. She truth.com. Yes, ma'am. Correct. And use the code. That sounds, that sounds fun. fun. And then I think that gets 15% off. Get out of here. Yeah. Okay. Um, for Job and Easter books. <gasps> That's awesome. Go nuts. Okay. That sounds fun. I'm writing it down. So I, I make think sure we to... actually do, because it's two books, which makes it a little trickier than buying just one right. book, um, we're doing a bundle. So it's already going to ah, be a little brilliant. discounted. And then you can add the 15% yes. off on top of that. We need to get that done probably in the February, March-ish. I think it ends, um, I, I think that'll go through March 27th. Okay. So yeah. like, I mean. But so... if you're going to do the plans, the plan is going to start March 11th. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah, start. The, fe- the, the joke first plan one. will start March 11th. Um, and honestly, but, they'll, I mean, the, the hard covers will go pretty quickly. Yeah. We sold out of Advent books again like, this year. So know, the people, it's those church loves... calendar plans that yeah. like we try and anticipate. I think we've done our best, but well, we the good we news is this comes out, this show comes out Monday. Yeah. Monday. Yeah. And so people will be on the earlier side of yep. getting to order. Mm-hmm. So, cause it I can be imagine good. a small group leader getting a set of the Easter ones for their small group yep. or, you know, or someone we who's find that more and more whole churches an are reaching basket. out and just going yeah. like, our small groups want to do this. We did it. Our, our literal whole church did Advent. No, we sent boxes and I boxes to Fast Point. It was yes. awesome. Yeah. I loved it so much. Yeah. It makes me so um, happy. Yeah. Thank y'all um, for resourcing churches like that. Yeah. Okay, there's your also, magic bag. You just keep pointing <laughs> things just, out. Oh, I forgot. Um, there's Aww, just a couple other kids. things we brought for you to yeah. look yeah. at and love And dear everyone, the kids notebook is spiral bound. Oh, my kids. The Williams really children. Sweet. So this love. is the I will trust you like scripture and art journal. Okay, mm-hmm. super fun for kids to like yeah, fill in the blanks, cute. read a little scripture. It's kind of to tie in with the um, Job study. The okay. I will trust you. Okay, but um, I like this one because it has a bunch of printed, you know, actual yeah. scripture printed in it. Of yep. A bunch of different stories yeah. of people in the Bible. So you get Noah. And this is another thing that if they if they don't read, I mean, parents are always trying to fill Easter baskets. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh gosh. But I will trust you. And all the is this stuff fit in our fifteen percent off for us? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the other thing we had for kids is the um those we did these for Exodus, the Isaiah. Yes, I remember and they Isaiah. all make a map. Isaiah. Nope, that was nope, Exodus. That was you Exodus. were you were remembering the right thing. I was yeah. remembering the wrong thing. So the Isaiah prophecy cards, it's this matching card set. And That's I love so this. Cute. I talk about this often when I yeah. do talks. So um you lay out the God's I will pile and it's all these scriptures of things God says he will do. Uh-huh. And then there's the I did pile. And oh, you get to match so the scriptures. Cute. Isn't that great? And oh, I mean, brilliant. as an adult human being, to be able to like... So say, I need to play this. Physically pick yeah. up an I will and match it yeah. with an I did. Yeah. If at the end of that, you are not more reassured of God's faithfulness yeah. in the way that he right. keeps his promises. Right. So that's, we, we do fun things for kids. Yeah. That's the kids card set. We have the book, which is like art journal. That's mm-hmm, kind of like mm-hmm. age like five to 11. Yeah. Um, Okay. And all that fits under that sounds fun code. Yes, ma'am. Until March 27th. Yes, ma'am. So get your Easter basket stuff. What day is Easter? April 
11th? April 21st. April 21st. It's so late this year. You remember last year it was Valentine's Day, too. It was crazy. um, Valentine's Day was Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday was Valentine's Day, and it went to April Fool's. Yes, it did. I remember it very clearly. Yes. Because it's so tidy. Yeah. (laughs) And because I was really linting last year. Hard. And so I I really, God and I had some things we dealt with last year, and so I knew the dates really well. Are you linting this year? Yeah, I think so. You know, we're in the middle of a fast right now Mm -hmm. for... Um, with Awake in Nashville. And so I'm I'm doing some different things yeah. with how I spend my time more than anything. That's awesome. And so I have I'm just not watching TV right now just so that I could have more time yeah. to pray. Because you know, everybody has a list of 15 people. And I'm like, yeah. if you know, my so 15 good. people should get prayed for every day. And so that's been my main. I've done a little oh, bit of thanks. eating change, but yeah. but more as a team member than what I feel God called me to. I felt mm-hmm. like as a team, a teacher here, yeah. I wanted to participate in the fast. Yeah. Um, but I, I haven't felt the Lord invite me one way or the other mm-hmm. on Lent yet. Yeah. But last year was such a direct invite of, hey, Annie, I want, I want you to do this because I have things mm-hmm. for you. Mm-hmm. And I haven't felt that necessarily this year. But, you know, I love, I mean, literally when Lent ends, I kind of go into depression of like, Man, I gotta live six months I in remember. ordinary time. Ordinary I don't like time. ordinary time. When's Advent? Oh, that's I right. Like I forget Advent and Christmas tide to eat to Lent to Easter. Like I, I really love the yeah. season, the, the church calendar stuff. So you're saying you're not gonna read Revelation with us? Oh, for sure I am. I read almost <laughs> all of them with you. I feel like with our, with Revelation, I know we talked and talked about these Easter books and these Job books, but if you will ever get a book, it yeah, is the Revelation, be the Revelation book because, one. Okay. oh my goodness, yeah, I the can't charts wait. and it's, the like. If you'll tell me that I get to keep having count, like I just, the plan, it just matters. Yeah. I mean, that's why I stick with y'all so much is I don't want to. There's a plan. There's always a plan. Women so, in the Word of God yeah. every day. Yeah, 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 I love it. Okay, Ray, will you pray for us? Yeah. I just want to pray. I, I want to pray that people feel invited Mm-hmm. into this, that the people who are suffering will feel welcome, like that they'll just feel called in by God. And then will you also pray for Toby? Just yeah. because I think it'll give us a chance as a people group to all pray for Toby. Yeah. And so whenever anybody's listening, that's going to be, mm, you know, I love that. tens of thousands of people are going to pray for Toby on yeah. Monday. And they already are. I mean, they already mm-hmm. are, but we'll just get them to do it mm-hmm. together. Yeah. So... I'm glad you didn't ask me to pray. I knew I knew better. I knew better than Amanda can't pray. pray without crying on a normal I can't, day. Serious? No. So I just love the idea that for the next week, yeah, you're going to have tens of thousands of people pray for Toby at some point in the next week, and that's pretty fun. And then when you guys come on, it's hundreds of thousands of people. So gosh, it matters. And I know that um, I joke that uh, that saints in heaven are like, "Who is this Toby kid?" <laughs> Because people are just... How does everyone pray for the same kid? Yeah, no, people are just like yeah. breaking down the doors up there yeah. for him, which is so amazing. Yeah. yeah so will you. you pray for our friends and for the Job plan and the Easter plan to kind yeah. of come together for everybody and yeah. for Tobster? Friends on your treadmills, in your cars, yeah. wherever you are at the kitchen sink, don't feel like you have to close your eyes, but would you just echo these prayers with us as we pray? Father, we come before you with thanksgiving because of who you are, because of who you remind us that you are. God, you are bigger and more powerful and more loving, more near, more kind, more powerful than we will ever comprehend, even when we try. And often we don't try. Lord, remind us of who you are. Help us to worship and praise and give thanks for who you are. 
Father, we are about to embark as a giant people group into your word, and we thank you for that. We are going to read the book of Job, uh, the book about your servant Job. We're going to read those interactions between you and and Job, (laughs) and we're going to have questions, and we're going to come to this book with our own stories, with our own heartache, with our own suffering. Um, And you know that. You already knew that when, when that book of Job was written, Lord, when you spoke to Job, you knew that there would be an appointed time that we would come and read that book and meet with you and learn about you. This isn't a mistake. This is on purpose. And so we thank you for your plan, for your plan for us to come to your word and remember that suffering is real, but that you suffered for us, that you chose to suffer, that you loved us so much that you sent your son to suffer so that the thing that we fear the most, so that death isn't the end. Uh, Father, we thank you for the appointed time to read the book of Job. We thank you for appointing a time for the group of us to pray together right now uh, and then to read um, the Easter story, to remember um, the way that your son, Jesus, came to earth and walked among us and reminded us that because he lives, we will live too. Because he suffered, we will live. Um, Father, I ask that you would work in the hearts and lives of the men and women who are praying with us right now, wherever they are, in their cars, on their treadmills, at their kitchen sinks, wherever it is. Or be with that man and that woman. Call them to yourself. And Lord, we together, as a, as a body, because you transcend time, we can't, but you do, uh, we together right now name Tobias Rex Williams before the throne. We name Toby. You know him. You know him well. You know him more intricately than any of us will ever know Toby. Um, And we name him before your throne, and we ask you boldly and bravely and with broken hearts and hands, um, Lord, that you would heal his body, that you would cause him to walk again, and to smile again, and to have so many more days of throwing things across the room. Um, We pray for that little body in that little hotel room in Nashville, or hospital room in Nashville. Um, And we know that you love him. And we thank you for that. Father, go with us as individuals. Call us to yourself, and we will give you the praise. In your name, amen. Thank you, friends, for joining us in that prayer for Toby and in uh, Rachel praying for all of us as we enter into these two studies together. I hope you'll do them with us. Remember, you can do them online for free. You can do them on your phone, download them on the app for $1.99. But the real win is getting the book. And remember, if you use the code, that sounds fun, you get 15% off any of these things except that hardback book because there is a limited run on those. That one is not in the 15% off, but anything else is 15% off. So go ahead and load up get you some stuff. I think those books are such good partners for us as we do the studies. So I hope you will grab one. Make sure you follow She Reads Truth, or if you're a dude, follow He Reads Truth. And tell Amanda and Rachel, thanks for being on the show. And if you have any thoughts or prayers or words specifically for Amanda when it comes to Toby and his health and his healing, I'm sure she would really appreciate that. So don't hesitate to reach out. You guys are really good and kind friends. 
to my friends I bring on the show that are in need. And so I hope that you will continue to think of Amanda and her family and Toby as he continues to recover. And I hope you'll jump in and do this book of Job. I will be doing it. I think it sounds really good. And then we'll go straight into the Easter study. I'm really looking forward to it. And then Revelation. Okay, no joke. Here we go. So I hope you'll join us. Hey, if there's anything else I can do for you, I'm embarrassingly easy to find any F downs everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the places, anywhere you need me, that is how you can find me. And I'd love for you to share this episode with a friend of yours that you think would really enjoy it. That would mean the world. So go out there and do something that sounds fun to you and I will do the same. And we'll see you back here on Thursday with country music star Russell Dickerson and his lovely, lovely, adorable, awesome wife, Kaylee. You're going to love them. I can't wait. So we'll see you guys on Thursday.